Hi Goddess Angels. So I know at first I was late with recording um, the episode and now it's literally three days in a row. (laughs) But I just wanted to share because I know that you guys have met me in different areas of my following the podcast. So some of you have been following me since Chocolate Talk when it was short solo like snippets. Um, Some of you first met me during the interviews, which to be completely transparent with you, the interviews are my favorite podcasts. Um, Because of my condition and the state of my body is in, I'm I'm unable to do interviews. Um, And it makes me so sad because I cannot believe I was so blessed to work with all these amazing people. It was a dream come true for me. And I I am always that like homeschool nerd. Like I know what I know, um, which is why it's so interesting to talk to other people because I love hearing like what life has taught them, what they've designed in their own training, what they've been through through their own perspective. Like you know, like if I just stick with what I know what I know, it's a limited box. So I, I love, oh yeah, I am so grateful for anyone that's appeared on the podcast. And I just, yeah, I, I it's so amazing. So it, it's something I'm still coming to terms with. And, you know, hopefully when I'm healthier, I can open up to interviews again because I know you guys love them and those are the most listened to podcasts. So one of my dreams um and um I don't think you could really tell but with a lot of the interviews I would be super sick six not 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 with all of them um but I would have to rest and be really really sick after the interviews um just because it took so much out of my body um but I kept on putting them out because I personally love them. Um, but I'm just not at the point where I can do that anymore. So I wanted to explain that. But then I also, and this is just me coming to mind as I'm, you know, doing my tantric practices right now to release something my pain. But, um, I hold back from posting And some of it I'm still going to hold back from posting just because it's very personal and intimate. But at the same time, I believe that like the way that you get, the way that you can kind of take away shame is that you demystify it. So even though the changes that I'm going through are different than let's say, I don't know, Sally, Elizabeth and Mary's and just I'm getting those knees I'm pulling on the air like I think we can all relate to having these changes or this feeling of shame around our body but at the same time I want it to be where my coach my teacher I want it to be where we're not necessarily relating around a trauma point um yes it's a very strong marketing thing but I but I I want it to be outside of that that's why I love like your bodies are lingerie and um while it 
and and yeah, just literally your bodies are lingerie, full of the softest, silkiest, most luxurious lace in the world. I don't have to necessarily center around a trauma point when I could activate your goddess point, <laughs> right? When I could activate your goddess lingerie within your body. And the sexy and beautiful thing about it is that, you know, working in a lingerie store for so many years, it doesn't matter, like, girl, like, it really doesn't matter what my whether it's religious or spiritual belief is it doesn't matter which way I voted um democratic republican or other it doesn't matter which state I live in I even learned like sign lingerie it doesn't even matter like whether or not you speak the language like if someone really likes your vibe they will find someone they would literally even find like another translator that spoke their language another like associate spoke their language and have the associate speak to me um because they like the vibe they like the aura they like the energy and that's not me boasting it's just to say like we all have a style so even let's say if I was at the front of the store and someone goes to the back of the store they're gonna walk all the way from the back to the front of the store just because they're like I like your style, you speak my language, like, I like your connection, um, I once had a customer to take a picture with me, which I felt bad, because I was so overexposed, and I was just like, no, like, you can't have a picture of me, like, I just, yeah, I was going through a lot of mental things, so, oh, I feel so bad, I really do, but it was, because it was her, it was her sisters with her, and this was, like, she was probably in her, I don't know, um, I'm so bad at guessing ages because just as when I train clients, like, I'm like, oh, every personal training client, like, they're all my kids. I don't care if they're in their 50s or 60s or their 40s. They're all my kids. <laughs> so, like, same thing. Like, they're all my angels when I worked at the lingerie store. But, like, for her, she was with her daughters. So I'm guessing she was probably in her late 30s early 40s maybe from mid 40s but like for her she was just like your representation is like everything and I think we kind of can sometimes forget that as a woman's representation is everything but all of this to say is I'm going to and I'm saying I I'm saying this before I've done it and usually I like to say stuff after I've done it um much personal training kind of execution thing execution something completed but out the energetics like the stuff about the anatomy of the goddess I'm going to attempt to take them all down and start a different podcast so I use anchor as my platform I don't know if I can set two different podcasts within that maybe I'll have to create a new account so I'm gonna have to play with that and still, I'm going to still keep fitness and mimosas. But see, the thing is, when you sell lingerie, and this is what I've been tr- attempting to kind of do in the last few episodes, exception the very last one, it doesn't matter whether you're, what your background is, right? Because, like, I know how to give a good bra fit. I know how to pick a lingerie that's going to fit your body, right? If the lingerie doesn't look great on your body, it's not your body's fault. It's the lingerie. Right. So to make women feel like lingerie in their bodies, it doesn't really matter whether my name is Jasmine or Aphrodite. It doesn't matter whether I'm five foot 
three or whether I'm six foot eight or whether I'm eight foot six, like I think I am in my head. So I hope this is kind of making sense. I don't want you to be like, well, where episodes are, because I don't know if you follow me for the spiritual aspect. I don't know if you're following me for the interviews. I don't know if you're following me for the Lacey connection, but I realize it's too many things kind of going on. And I've been holding back from what I post because I want to stay within the lingerie. So I think it will be healthier, simpler, and easier if there's one podcast, Fitness and Mimosas, where every time you want to feel like lingerie in your body, you come, you press play, you get a lingerie practice. So, And that also helps me as well. The more I can talk about how yummy and delicious my bodies are and share it with other women, like, it's just you know, it activates it in others and activates it in yourself. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So I, there still will be a little bit of energy stuff within it because I think a big problem, having seen this from all different kinds of sides and reps, a big problem to this is that we've been taught our bodies without the energetics behind it. That's huge. So I'm still trying to work on that because and another way to make this in a lingerie terms is a secret to lingerie is all in how you own it. And so often it's when we haven't been taught how to own our bodies. So I can't take the energetics woman's body out of it. I can't separate it out of it. Like I can't, some people call it Kundalini, Kundalini, some people call it shocked. I can't take her out of your body. That's how your fibers in your body breathe. Um, so yeah, it will be lingerie techniques from a very feminine woman's anatomy perspective here. And then the anatomy of a goddess are more the inside looks of my own body because there's no standard for a woman's body that is for certain. It's also certain that my body is doing different things. And so what I've been doing is I just have a notepad and I on my phone and I have one notepad where I run through the anatomy of goddess. I have another notepad where I run through the energy of a goddess and that way just me putting the words goddess um, instead of woman has helped me especially because you know my body is what so many women not just women people would perceive to be like such a freak of nature that from a personal training perspective it helps me kind of look at it all and feel okay these are the transformations happening in my body I've developed new trackers where you know every Sunday I look down like okay so these are the changes from the week just that way I can kind of see and it's very raw it's very vulnerable it's very intimate it's it's vulnerable anytime I share anything that happens with my body but at the same time it also helps me feel more free and I this is one thing, and I'll, I'll leave after this. It has always really bothered me that when you look at feminine anatomy, like if you were going to Google right now, you put in feminine anatomy, the first thing that's going to come up is their reproductive system. That just like really bothers me because there's more parts to your body. There's even more parts to the feminine anatomy than that. It also really bothers me, I know it's the last thing, but this also really bothers me that for men, and I do have this like separation, okay, men, woman, um, just because I'm looking at the anatomy of things, so it's not to discount any of the other groups um, that are out there, and I, and I know that I can sometimes come off as like standoffish to one group and the other, and it's just because I've had 
okay, I won't even open that up. I won't go down that down that thing because I don't want to project because everyone's a new person. It's just I wish I could be freely myself without having to face so much hatred from the LGBTQ community. And it's not every person, but it's a lot of the time. And I'm like, what? And because, and I think it's highlighting something within sexuality. Same thing as I wish I could be myself and not receive a lot of hatred from the spiritual community, right? Because it's something about the eroticism or the sensuality that it kind of like spotlights or highlights, right? Um, I wish I could be myself and not receive so much hatred from the religious community because it's something from sensuality that highlights. But I think there's a way that you listening to this can use what I'm going through to your advantage because there's no sex sector that I belong to. It really allows you to take whatever lingerie pattern, whatever lingerie outfit, and like really put it to your design. Okay, I know I was going to say there was a part of the man's body um, that was like really researched in what, what part of the body? Oh, I forget what it was. It was something to do with like, it wasn't the penis, but it was something to do with like the air. And so like men, like really, they've been studying for years. They made sure, right? They've like made sure like, okay, so like we want to make sure that when we do the surgery that they're okay. We want to make sure that we don't cut off like any feel good areas. And so they did like research on it. Woman, the research was like, wasn't done for decades. And for the longest time, people thought the clitoris, clitoris was only this little tiny part just because no one bothered to do any research on it. And they're like, oh, we're not going to do research on that. Like, it's a woman that's just her feel good, da, da, da. But for the men, literally decades of research were done until someone researched the clitoris. And they're like, oh, my goodness, it's actually a lot bigger than what we see. It's a tree with three branches. Like, oh, wow, you know. It's like someone who like asked more questions and delved deeper into our bodies and I'm I'm sick and tired of it being dismissed because we're just a reproductive system or because we haven't dug deeper into our bodies and to our truth. And so it's like it's knowing that every day once I gave myself the standard of like every day my bodies be kind of become more lingerie like a more fantasy like like that's helped me so much in my own definition because I wasn't expecting to be in a box. And I completely get it. It feels better to be in a box and have a structure. But sometimes I wonder if that's something we've been conditioned to doing because people see feminine energy as chaotic energy and wanted to control chaos because they see eroticism and there's this need to control eroticism because they see... Like when literally eroticism is something that's a way for you to renew renew your own, what people call servant draconian energy, people call it sexual energy. But as women, we're not sexual beings, we're sensual ones. And so, wrapping it all up, <laughs> 15 minutes later, the podcast will be sensual podcast. The one will be Anatomy of the Goddess. I can't share everything, but I can share like a few things. And it helps me to 
demystify it, to take the shame around it. And then anytime you coach something, it helps you learn it. Not like I can coach anybody about what I'm going through. <laughs> I'm barely making it day by day. Like I'm still like, I don't even know two packages are a great idea, but I just know it's, it's healthy um, to see ourselves as lace. And um, I'm learning that the universe likes to use me in certain ways, but I'm also learning how to work the rules within that to say no and to kind of be like, listen, I get that people get all this healing from me, but like, what about the healing of Jasmine? Um, cause I'm actually better not involving myself in society at all. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so I guess in essence of the way of secret gardens and there's so many people that have helped me when they didn't have to. And there's so many people struggling right now on different like walks that I, I want to, to have a safe place where depending on whether or not you have a ton of money in a bank account or you don't have a ton of money in a bank account, you can get access to ancient trainings that took me years to find years to piece together and so that's why I have my podcast app because I had to do so much digging and I I think I've only made it this far since because I have the background as a trainer and the mindset of the trainer it's not to diminish like anything else but it's literally that um and even that I'm like I'm not gonna make it through the next rep (laughs) so I just wanted to explain why things will be kind of disappearing Hopefully, if I can get everything set up. So the Anatomy of a Goddess will be its own podcast. Insights look about my body, kind of the way I look at it, I think is kind of healthy, at least the way I train through it. Um, sometimes I forget people just don't have access to certain techniques. So I don't know. I have I have to still see how, like, how, what I'm comfortable sharing on the Anatomy of a Goddess podcast but fitness and Moses is going to be more lingerie um and then i'm sure both the tantric practices will just be on both of them mainly on fitness and Moses, but will be on both of them so i just wanted to explain that way if you met me during the chocolate talk series if you met me during your fitness and um during my interview series or if you're just new to listening now and you're like okay like, I don't know what part of me that you need for your journey so I just wanted to give you ways to kind of find it and follow it um, but also keep it streamlined because this is the thing every single woman living is lingerie in her body um, but what sets her apart as a woman is how she wears it and lets her fall into herself as the absolute goddess in a body love you hey, hey beautiful so i just needed to add a ps if for some reason i go mia on either um you know then have to restore and hopefully come back i just want to explain it's because i think something's wrong in fact i know something's wrong um, so the fact that I'm having to live in hiding, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, I really am, but I'm both not safe and the most protected woman of all time. So um, 
yeah, people see me, I just, they can't help themselves but having sex with my body uncontrollably. And there's erotic energy, is something that's disappearing from the earth. And so whoever has more of it, um, it's kind of like living like an endangered species. So I'm like really having to be super careful, watch everything. Um, but also I think something's been done to my power. Like it doesn't make sense and I'm trying to figure out how to do it, but there's something that's been done to my power. Um, it's not a new something. It's was done a long time ago like it doesn't make sense that when I had my channel it attracts like ton of men and it was sold on different sites and stuff and uploaded on, on sites in Japan and stuff and literally it's me doing lateral step ups and Bulgarian split squats so but yet it's used as sex videos so it and the way that the energy is sold it doesn't um by others for like large amounts it doesn't make sense so this is kind of the woo-woo side of it but I am doing everything I can to figure out how to release and break myself from that so plus going through my own transformations and trying to figure out how to live um, in a society that really wasn't designed for me um, while living undercover, but at the same time expanding into my wings and not holding myself back. So, <laughs> if I ever do go in my <laughs> it's because it's either something happened to me, um, really bad, or I'm taking the, I, um, the transformations have gotten too intense to both vocalize and deal with so I just wanted to explain that because I know that I kind of come and go <laughs> but hopefully every podcast will be like taking a jewel that's been buried in the ground and experiencing that so all right I gotta go and get myself together before the housekeepers come so bye beautifuls or I guess another way to say it I know this will be my last add to it I guess another way to say is that women really don't care where you're from. They just want to feel beautiful, you know, at the end of the day. I worked at three different lingerie stores and every day, and every day, every, well, yeah, every day, every day I would have a potential angel that I looked for. That was like my secret thing. But what I was originally going to say is every um, store sold differently, so at the first lingerie home, because every store that I worked to is like a condition of a home. So the first lingerie home that I worked with, it was, sadly, you kind of like, well, first of all, and all, and I don't know why, but like there is literally something about my energy to kind of tie up what I just recorded because like even at the stores you would think like oh I'd be hit with hit with the woman's and the daughter's first profiting no usually it's like the couples who had kinks are like the guys that have lots of money and they needed to like talk 
talk to someone about their problems with their girlfriend or the problems with the bedroom. Like I'm literally getting paid anywhere from eleven to fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> and listening to these guys, I could give like a whole sex class. Cause these guys would come in and they wouldn't talk with other associates, but there's just something about my energy. I don't know if it's because I'm feminine energy or like because I have this ocean vibration in my body, but literally they would feel comfortable in like sharing stuff, like extremely the most personal stuff you could ever share, they would share with me. And I think they knew it was a safe place to share because I don't judge and just kind of, I, I can't hold space to them, but I think they're just going for like that intimacy and connection and I mean, any man's looking for the feeling of intimacy and connection. And also that feeling of being like connected to a woman's body, which they didn't get the connected to a woman's body part because that was, that's not what I'm getting paid for. <laughs> but literally they would be, they would come in, talk, and then they would feel guilty about it. So they're like at the end, so they're literally buying 300 $600, $800 sales. And I'm not even trying to like upsell them. I think they just felt guilty that they just spent an hour to two hours talking to me about their sex life. <laughs> and I'm like, and it happened to a lot of my other, so to other, other coworkers. If it did, I didn't know about it, but it happened to me. <laughs> like definitely more than once. It happened to me. Yeah, it happened to me a lot. And like the couples with kinks, this is like way back in Victoria's Secret. And I think that's super healthy, really. Um, because I've seen like what a kink looks like when it's healthy versus a mutation. A mutation is not a kink. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. But they would feel comfortable talking to me that as well. Um, but aside from that, what I was really gonna say is the first lingerie store that I worked at, I really sold to people more relating to feeling bad about um my body, you know, and kinda like making fun of her. The second lingerie store I sold with my story and people knew that transformation story. However, the third lingerie store, I literally sold just by making the woman feel beautiful. And I think the experience of selling to three different situations just really shows where we are in the world. Like we don't need a relating to a trauma point. We don't need a um, transformation story. We just need a simple place to come and feel beautiful. And so that's what I hope fitness and medicines can really be that oasis for you. <laughs> Love you. And I promise there won't be any additions to this podcast. This is, this is it. <laughs> Love you.